WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Good evening, and welcome to NYC Now. I'm Janae Pierre for WNYC. This is not a way to get safe streets. This is not a way to make a community safer by eliminating their income stream. We begin in Queens, where street vendors are protesting a city crackdown last week that has left up to 100 people without jobs. Vendors were already working with city agencies and elected officials to address concerns about overcrowding and cleanliness. And more than 80 vendors had agreed to a set of communal rules when they joined the Corona Plaza Street Vendor Association. Rosario Troncoso is president of the nonprofit organization. Nosotros queremos trabajar, estamos trabajando, no le estamos pidiendo nada al gobierno de que nos mantenga, no, nosotros nos ganamos el pan de cada día. She says vendors want to work and they're not asking for the government's help to support them. They're earning their daily bread. On Wednesday afternoon, the vendors were joined by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Queens Borough President to protest the city's latest enforcement actions. A private health provider has just scored a new $219 million contract with the New York City government, just weeks after the city comptroller criticized the company for wasteful spending. WNYC's Jacqueline Jeffrey Walensky has the details. Executive Medical Services has been a city vendor for over a decade, but its municipal paychecks skyrocketed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Comptroller data shows it's received about $700 million in contracts since 2020. The city also contracted the company under a different name, Affiliated Physicians, to give out vaccines to migrants. The Comptroller's audit says the company overstaffed its COVID vaccine and testing sites to collect extra cash. City officials disagree with the findings. They say the COVID-19 response needed an all-hands-on-deck approach. Stay close. There's more after the break. On this week's On the Media, does the rise of X signal the fall of traditional right-wing outlets? You don't have to have this website and a link that people have to click on. You can just say stuff and you can get attention. You know, you don't need to be Breitbart to do that anymore. Also, what does decolonization really mean? On this week's On the Media from WNYC. Find On the Media wherever you get your podcasts. Andy Byford, the former MTA executive who was often at odds with then-Governor Andrew Cuomo, is now criticizing his current employer, Amtrak. WNYC's Stephen Nesson has more on the Zoom call that's raising eyebrows. Amid the swirling debate on how to renovate the existing Penn Station, Amtrak is still forging ahead with plans to demolish one midtown block in the near future. 
It needs that space to add more tracks once the new Hudson River tunnels are built. Enter Andy Byford. With just three months into his new job as head of high-speed rail at Amtrak, he has some opinions. In his personal capacity, of course. I'm not speaking on behalf of Amtrak. I'm speaking as just as a railway professional. I've, I've worked in transit now for 34 years. Byford said demolishing the block south of 31st Street isn't necessary. And it would break my heart to see beautiful buildings torn down uh, on 8th and 7th Avenue when they don't need to be. Byford believes the MTA and NJ Transit should share tracks, allowing trains to continue to other stops rather than terminating at Penn Station. Amtrak insists that would cause too much disruption. This wasn't the first time Byford's undiplomatic comments have made waves. He regularly clashed in public with Governor Andrew Cuomo. Byford resigned from the MTA in 2020. Before dropping out of the meeting, Byford also had choice words for his former employer's $7 billion facelift of the current Penn Station. It's not just about building something that's more aesthetically pleasing. Important though that is, uh, you know, Penn Station's kind of an embarrassment, uh, but you can't fix it by just putting in a few light boxes, by just uh, heightening the ceilings, by just widening a few corridors. That plan is favored by Governor Kathy Hochul. That's WNYC's Stephen Nesson. Now to New Jersey, where WNYC's Community Partnerships Desk visited Essex County to get a pulse on what's top of mind for residents in Newark. Here's some of what we heard from folks at Branchbrook Park. My name is Kwanye White. I'm from Newark, New Jersey, also born and raised. There is a lot of pain here. There's a lot of pain. And I do know that hurt people hurt people. So the reason why there's so much violence, so much crime, and so much hurt is because people themselves are hurt. People themselves need help, people need healing. But I also do see the love, I see the spirit, I see the life. I see the yearning for more, to feel secure, to feel loved, and to also spread love. My name is Jason Nabita, and I live in the south ward of Newark, Bible Bay Park. I know if you know about YouTuber named Young Don Saskatchewan. He's actually a recently converted Christian, and I follow his footsteps because he actually was in a place where I was in, and he came from, you know, all the bad stuff, you know, drugs, women, lust, and all that. And I know that I can relate to him because I had a history like that, and I'm trying to convert, you know, to a better life and just progress myself and help my family. I'm actually really into sports, so it was just like I try all these sports, like oh, track. Soccer, football, wrestling, I was just something I just picked up as a hobby. It's sort of like a, a coping, just something I like doing. It just helps me like get my head out the, the raw stress, like, you know, because I'm turning 18, or about bills and adulthood and responsibilities. Sports really just helps me like, okay, you can chill, relax, worry about this, just keep pushing yourself and stuff like that. My name is Deshaun Williams. I was born and raised in North New Jersey. I'm 21, working. You know, got big dreams, big goals that I could definitely accomplish. I want to help my community out. Um, I want to give back in a positive way, impactful way, uh, and just put a smile on people's faces. My name is Kaz, Mental Beauty Kaz Fleming, and I'm from Hillside, New Jersey. Mental Beauty is a community that I started for women 50 and older uh, that are going through menopause, and it just helps women go through the menopause journey, which is new to many of us. And there's so many pieces that is involved in this journey that we don't understand. Depression and the hot flashes and the mental stability as our body changes. So it's just a community and a safe space for women to talk about menopause. I do events, big events, small events, and just get the word out about a mental beauty. So a mental beauty is a woman that's 50 and older, and she's still beautiful. So menopause, mental beauty. 
I was born and raised here in Newark, actually right up the street on 7th Street and Park Avenue. So I frequent the park, Branchwood Park, often. And I just like giving back to my community. I have a lot of memories here. And I'm thinking about possibly, if available, purchasing my childhood home. My name is Jaleesa Simpson. I live in Newark here next to Branchbrook Park, and it's really just been a wonderful couple of years, honestly. Um, I'm originally from Brooklyn and didn't know too much about Jersey. I just came here because it was cheaper and it felt like the best thing to do. And honestly, finding the park across the street, it kind of helped me find a little bit of love in Jersey. I think that I definitely found my Zen here, doing yoga and just meeting new people and kind of integrating into the space. So. It's been really nice. I really like it. I would definitely say that Brooklyn is uh, a little more fast-paced than Newark. Um, it's definitely a little more family-oriented, I think, over here, so life is a little bit slower. Even when I hang out with my friends from here, I realize that I walk faster than them, and it really is um, a difference, but I like it because it gives me a sense of serenity. My name is Mark Roberts. My family's heritage, we go all the way back to after World War II. You say I'm a second generation Newarker. I've been living here since since I was born. Family's been here for a while. I feel like I have a personal connection with it, you know. Grandmother was a teacher in Newark Public Schools, so grandfather worked in the area and stuff, you know, coming from the military. So I have a lot of history here in Newark. The summers, you got the basketball tournaments going around in the city. You got the house music going around. You hear the music going around the city, around every time, mostly house music and hip hop. There's a lot of newer pride in this person right here. <laughs> That's a collection of voices from residents visiting Branchbrook Park in Newark, New Jersey. Thanks for listening to NYC Now from WNYC. Catch us every weekday, three times a day. We'll be back tomorrow. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.